3: Recorded live. You're
4: listening to the Jam Radio Network with Minister Kenneth Jenkins.
5: I'm a champion.
6: Real life check mechanism. I should him for not your normal PSF. Don't be stupid. Don't drink and drive. If you're going to go out and have a good time, it's fine. But designate a driver to drive home. Let's stop the madness. Don't drink and drive.
0: This announcement brought to you by the U.S. Department of Transportation, RAD, the National Association of Broadcasters, and the Ad Council.
2: This is the smoothest sounds on the net.
4: Quiet storm.
7: Inspiration. And now for the weather. Today's weather brought to you by the American Stroke Association.
4: All
0: across America, it's a clear, beautiful day with temperatures in the 70s and not a drop of rain forecasted. However, it seems African Americans can expect a chance of rain. Ah, and a chance of hail,
1: a chance of multiple Class 5 tornadoes. And if that's not enough, watch
0: out, a chance of a freak meteor shower later this afternoon. The odds are it's going to be very dangerous out there.
6: It's called the odds. And the odds are African Americans suffer almost twice the risk of having a stroke as white Americans. But the forecast doesn't have to be so gloomy. There are steps you can take to help beat the odds. Start by calling 1-888-4-STROKE. Or go online to strokeassociation.org. Join the power to end stroke.
3: Brought to you by the American Stroke Association and the Ad Council. Motor vehicle crashes are costly and preventable. More than two and a half million Americans went to an emergency department for crash injuries in 2012. These injuries totaled $18 billion in lifetime medical costs and an estimated $33 billion in lifetime work lost. While these numbers are disturbing, there are effective measures that can help prevent motor vehicle injuries. State level changes are especially effective. State officials can consider using proven interventions that increase the use of car seats, booster seats and seat belts, reduce drinking and driving and improve teen driver safety. Everyone can use seat belts on every trip, no matter how short, and buckle children in the back seat in age and size appropriate car seats, booster seats and seat belts. Because Americans take so many car trips, everyone is at risk for motor vehicle injuries. To learn more, visit slash vital signs.
4: Good evening and welcome to another Saturday night of quiet, storm inspirations here on to Talks to You and General Radio. So that relax and enjoy the music. to Dixon. against women is wrong. Sounds on the net.
0: You're singing words crafted only by pastors or professional musicians. Think again. O oh, Worship the King was written by Robert Grant, governor of Bombay, India. Praise the Lord, ye heavens adore him, was penned by Edward Osler, a surgeon. As with Gladness Men of Old was written by William Chatterton Dix, manager of an insurance company. And from the creative mind of John Byram, who invented shorthand, came the hymn, Christians Awake. This is Howard Butt, Jr. of Laity Lodge. Busy people with full-time occupations wrote many of the hymns we still sing today. Their work didn't stunt their poetry, rather it informed, shaped, perhaps even inspired the music in them in the high calling of our daily work.
7: For more information, visit ourdailywork.org. The following is a presentation of God Questions Ministries.
0: What signs indicate that the end times are approaching? Matthew 24, verses 5 through 8, gives us some important clues so we can discern the approach of the end times. For many will come in my name, claiming, I am the Christ, and will deceive many. You will hear of wars and rumors of wars, but see to it that you are not alarmed. Such things must happen, but the end is still to come. Nation will rise against nation, and kingdom against kingdom. There will be famines and earthquakes in various places. An increase in false messiahs, an increase in warfare, and increases in famines, plagues, and natural disasters. These are signs of the end times. In this passage, though, we are given a warning. We are not to be deceived, because these events are only the beginning of birth pains. The end is still to come. Some interpreters point to every earthquake, every political upheaval, and every attack on Israel— as a sure sign that the end times are rapidly approaching. While the events may signal the approach of the last days, they are not necessarily indicators that the end times have arrived. The Apostle Paul warned that the last days would bring a marked increase in false teaching. The Spirit clearly says that in later times, some will abandon the faith and follow deceiving spirits and things taught by demons. 1 Timothy 4, verse 1. The last days are described as perilous times, because of the increasingly evil character of man and people who actively resist the truth, 2 Timothy 3, verses 1 through 9. Other possible signs would include a rebuilding of the Jewish temple in Jerusalem, increased hostility towards Israel, and advances toward a one-world government. The most prominent sign of the end times, however, is the nation of Israel. In 1948, Israel was recognized as a sovereign state, essentially for the first time since A.D. 70. God promised Abraham that his posterity would have Canaan as an everlasting possession. Genesis 17, verse 8. And Ezekiel prophesied a physical and spiritual resuscitation of Israel. Ezekiel chapter 37. Having Israel as a nation in its own land is important in light of end times prophecy because of Israel's prominence in eschatology. Daniel 10, verse 14. With these signs in mind, we can be wise and discerning in regard to the expectation of the end times. We should not, however, interpret any of these singular events as a clear indication of the soon arrival of the end times. God has given us enough information that we can be prepared, and that is what we are called to be.
7: God Questions Ministry seeks to glorify the Lord Jesus Christ by providing biblical answers to today's questions. Online at GodQuestions.org
4: You're listening to the Jam Radio Network with Minister Kenneth Jenkins. El
5: Shaddai, El Shaddai.
4: Welcome to the second half of Quiet Star Inspirations. That was Amy Grant and El Shaddai. Coming up now is the fabulous Gladys Knight and our great Good Good evening.
5: Thank you the blues. you.
4: Groundbreaking comedian and civil rights activist Dick Gregory died tonight at age, four, at age 84. The pioneer stand-up comedian and civil rights leader, who was, who was uh, Gregory's death was confirmed by his family in an Instagram post, which reads, "Quote: The family appreciates the outpouring of support and love and respectfully." ask for their privacy as they grieve during this very difficult time. End quote. We have the post from son Christian Gregory. Gregory was was active on the stand-up and public speaking circuit and on and off for more than half a century. He had recently been making comedy appearances he was hospitalized on August the 9th. Gregory apparently released a new book defining moments in Black history, reading between the lines. He recently penned a guest column for Variety about how communities can band together to end police brutality. Gregory made his mark in the early 1960s as a rare African-American comedian who was a successful nightclub, successful in nightclub gear and white artists. When his breaks famous became 1960 when he was invited by Playboy founder Hugh Hefner to perform at his Playboy Lounge in Chicago. Was, was known for his folksy delivery and incorporating commentary about segregation and discrimination into his routine. During this period, he released a number of successful spoken word albums, notably 1961's In Living Black and White, 1962's Talk Turkey, 1964's. So you see, we all have problems. In 1968, the two sides of Dick Gregory. In 1964, his his autobiography published with the provocative title "Nigger and Autobiography." By the by, the mid 1960s, after his friend fellow activist, Al Adam Evers was murdered, Gregory turned his focus on full-time work as an activist with Martin Luther King Jr. and others. He's a native of St. Louis. Of St. Louis Gregory was one of six children who was abandoned in childhood by his father he had a scholarship in Southern Illinois University in 1951. He left school after his mother died in 1953 and was drafted in the Army. His comic career was kindled during his time at the service where his first performance in talent shows and variety shows. In the 1970s, Gregory became active in the cause of world hunger nutritional advocacy. He developed a popular weight loss regime known as the Bohemian diet and for a time have his had his own line of natural supplements. And um just learned
2: tonight
4: Dick Gregory, comedian and activist, passed away tonight. He was 84 years old. Prayers going out to his family. And uh, tomorrow night on Nation Talk, we're going to do a hail and farewell. We're going to do a hail and farewell to Dick Gregory.
2: Kiss J. Moss in Abundantly.
5: It would be a sky that's never sun.
0: important clues so we can discern the approach of the end times for many will come in my name claiming may signal the approach of the last days. They are not necessarily indicators that the end times have arrived. The Apostle Paul warned that the last days would bring a marked increase in false teaching. The Spirit clearly says that in later times some will abandon the faith and follow deceiving spirits and things taught by demons. 1 Timothy 4 verse 1 The last days are described as perilous times because of the increasingly evil character of man and people who actively resist the truth. 2 Timothy 3 verses 1 through 9. Other possible signs would include a rebuilding of the Jewish temple in Jerusalem, increased hostility towards Israel, and advances toward a one world government. The most prominent sign of the end times, however, is the nation of Israel. In 1948, Israel was recognized as a sovereign state, essentially for the first time since AD 70. God promised Abraham that his posterity would have Canaan as an everlasting possession. Genesis 17, verse 8, and Ezekiel prophesied a physical and spiritual resuscitation of Israel. Ezekiel chapter 37, having Israel as a nation in its own land is important in light of end times prophecy because of Israel's prominence in eschatology. Daniel 10, verse 14, with these signs in mind, we can be wise and discerning in regard to the expectation of the end times. We should not, however, interpret any of these singular events as a clear indication of the soon arrival of the end times. God has given us enough information that we can be prepared, and that is what we are called to be.
7: God Questions Ministry seeks to glorify the Lord Jesus Christ by providing biblical answers to today's questions. Online at GodQuestions.org.
2: This is Anne Graham Lotz
0: with Daily Light for Daily Living. If you want to experience God, you must choose him at all costs. You must be willing to do as Peter did in Matthew 14. Step out of the boat. Risk total failure in the eyes of others. Discover firsthand his power enabling you to walk on the water when Jesus did. you come. Again and again I've been confronted with hard choices when I've had to throw caution to the wind and abandon myself to faith in him and him alone. When I step into a pulpit, when I begin to write, when I commit this ministry to much more than we have resources to underwrite, whenever I choose to step out in obedient faith and trust him, I'm actually choosing to take him at his word. Listen to me. Put him to the test. Obey whatever he says. Do it. The result will be the thrilling
7: adventure
0: we call the Christian life. This is Anne Graham Lott.
7: There's something wonderful about kindness. Hi, this is Tony Agnese. We remember for years kindnesses that we received, many unexpectedly, some a needed blessing, others true miracles. Kindness is not easily forgotten. When you look back over the years, there are always small acts of kindness that you never forget, random acts of kindness often offered from strangers that were God-sent. The woman who lost her husband in an automobile accident will never forget the $500 anonymous check she received in the mail to help with that month's rent. The unemployed parent wondering how they'll ever afford Christmas presents for their children won't soon forget the knock on the door that Christmas Eve with gifts for their children from a neighbor they had never met. The waitress wondering how she would pay for her next meal who received an unexpected $100 tip from the most unlikely customer that day. She won't forget. The relatives of victims at Sandy Hook and other schools were unexpected and horrific violence took the lives of innocent children. won't forget how entire communities rallied around them, pouring our love and kindness where the violence disrupted the lives of so many people. Who are the people who mail random checks, leave large tips, buy Christmas presents for kids in need, and rally around the victims of violence? Often they are the people who themselves were the beneficiaries of kindnesses in their life that so moved them that they decided to pay it forward. Author Lily Hardy Hammond said, you don't pay love back, you pay it forward. Isn't it time that we all worked at paying it forward? It can be something very simple. We can donate clothing, give blood, volunteer, be a big brother, help a stranded motorist fix a flat, stop by the neighbor's kid's two Kool-Aid stand. There are literally hundreds of small things we can do. All we need to do is to keep our antenna up, to be attentive to opportunities to help others, especially someone we don't know. Think back over your life. Have there been acts of kindness that you remember where at just the right moment God puts someone in your path that you will never forget? Remember, you can't pay love back, but you can sure pay it forward. You can be the person that happens by just at the right moment, the person that they will remember for a lifetime. This is Tony Agnesi. This is The Man in the Mirror with best-selling author Patrick Morley men repentance works best as a lifestyle for example i've hoped and prayed for my new book man alive to be successful i know i want success for the right reason to help men understand and meet their primal needs but every few days my sinful nature will pop an idea into my head like enhancing my reputation or making big bucks both of these motives can be good but not when we want them because of worldly ambition So, what does a lifestyle of repentance look like? Whenever I become aware that my motives have gone rogue, even for something good, I stop, change my mind, and ask God to renew me. Why not give it a try? Get a free article by Patrick Morley about lifestyle repentance, along with other resources for spiritual growth, including the free app from GoTandem that helps you stay in the Word of God each day. Go to mimradio.org.
5: Come to Him. Come to the Saviour tonight. Come to Him just as you are. Come to Him in your sin. Come to Him in all your needs. And cast yourself upon His mercy and upon His infinite grace. And cast yourself upon His mercy and upon His infinite grace. And cast yourself totally to Him. And you too will enter into that joy of sin is forgiven.
4: and good
5: night. How do you...
2: That's chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW Group void work prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.